All right. Welcome everybody to episode number four in our private podcast series focused on how to thrive as a middle school teacher. This is our fourth and final episode. Um, and we're going to be talking about creating engaging and rigorous lessons that don't stress you or your students out. I love that title, right? Sounds good. <laughs> and at this point, you've hopefully learned a lot. Hopefully you've had some incredible takeaways that you can immediately take with you to begin making changes in your life. Because at the end of the day, right, this is about your life. This isn't about just teaching. This is about how this content impacts who you are outside of the classroom, right? It's your life. Like I love talking about strategies with reading and writing and none of that matters unless you're happy and fulfilled as a teacher. And that's exactly what we want to be able to do for you is how to thrive, how to thrive, not just how to survive, not just how to, what's the word, make it sustainable. It's like, no, let's show up and love our freaking jobs, be fulfilled in what we're doing and have an incredible life outside of the classroom, right? Like that's why we do what we do. And if you haven't yet listened to those first three episodes in this private podcast series, please press pause on this one and do so now, right? These three episodes and this fourth one too, they build upon each other and it's extremely important to your success that you listen to them in order. And I wanna remind you again of how far you've come. We did this on the last episode together and it's important to recognize that evidence for ourselves that we're creating, that we're doing something different to create a different reality for our lives. So you started your journey on this private podcast series with us by establishing the vision for your life that you wanna create, you're now familiar with and adopting three keystone habits for success in the classroom. And you've officially committed to a date and a time to batch plan for at least a month. Okay. That's what you've done so far. That's a lot. And today we're going to talk about creating engaging and rigorous lessons. And it's the final piece of the puzzle when it comes to thriving as a middle school ELA teacher. And quite frankly, like we think it's a very important one. And it's probably like my favorite thing. To I talk know it about. is. <laughs> Besides, I mean, I love talking about lesson planning and writing, but like engaging lessons. Oh, this is my jam. <laughs> <laughs> and the reason we decided to include this specific topic on the private podcast series is because so often we get feedback from teachers across the country, around the world. And two of the biggest pain points that we hear time and time again, no matter where a teacher is writing in from, is just how challenging it is to engage students in their learning and also see increased student learning outcomes. These two aspects of being a teacher, working with students can sometimes make teaching feel like an impossible task, right? You know, when your students are bored by the lesson, they're staring off into space, they're fidgeting in their seats, they're doodling in the notebook, or, you know, you've got a bunch of them who are like, can I go to the bathroom? And you're just like, oh my gosh, that's your second time this period. And I know you just want to get out of class, right? And what's even more frustrating as a teacher is when we see less than stellar test results or learning outcomes from our students, when we truly feel like we've done everything in our power to teach our students these concepts. You can only explain the difference between there, there, and there so many times without wanting to pull your hair out. And there has to be a better way. 
And that's exactly what we're going to be talking about on this episode in the series. So I'm just so excited. Yeah. And part of our mission here at EB Academics is to not only make learning incredibly fun and engaging for your students, but to harness the power of engagement to actually get the content to stick, right? One of our mottos is engagement and rigor. Like that's one of the things we live by engagement and rigor, engagement and rigor, engagement and rigor. We will never sacrifice the rigor, however, for fun in our lessons. As student growth is the number one reason, right? Why we're here. It's to help students grow in their learning. But how do you do this effectively without spending hours upon hours of your time as a teacher? And that is where the into, through, and beyond aspect of our eBay lesson planning approach comes into play. So this framework is exactly how our curriculum team at EB structures all of our lessons, all of our monthly issues for the EB Teachers Club membership, Our novel units are structured this way. Our short story units are structured this way. Everything is because it is that powerful. And we want to break it down for you so that you too can start to think about creating lessons for your students through this framework. So the Into, Through, and Beyond framework is something we go into detail about on our Batch Planning Live event. It's in our book, The Empowered ELA Teacher. So there's a lot to cover on this topic. And this is just a short podcast episode, but we want to give you like the basics of it so that you can get started on your own. So this framework, the Into, Through, and Beyond framework, it's a simple way to structure your lessons for your units. So let's take a look at each part of that framework. The into lesson, it's really meant to grab your students' attention, to hook them. And it should be about one class period, maybe two. And a quality into lesson sets your students up for success in the upcoming unit you're about to teach. So this is where you may provide important background knowledge. You might introduce key vocabulary, or honestly, you can just simply set the scene for your unit of study. The really important thing to remember with an into lesson is that it should be super engaging and get student buy-in. So here's a really basic example that we like to use now. We definitely elevate this at EB because that's what we do, but this one is called five word wonder. So this is where you would provide your students with five words or phrases from the text you're about to read, and you're going to have them make predictions about what they think the text will be about. It's something you can easily take and you can use with any text. And I get it. That's a very basic example, but I want you to see that it's the part of the framework where you can get really creative to get student buy-in. So we, you know, we do awards with it and we have them work in groups and they share their predictions and then we revisit them. Like it's a lot of fun. So if you don't want to do five word wonder, think about what else you can do to start off a unit. What would be another good into lesson? You might charge choose to start a unit with a podcast episode. How cool would that be if it complements the theme of the story you're about to read? Or maybe you play a song or a set of songs for your students that aligns with the novel or the text that you're reading. This is where you have that creative license to really think outside the box and get your students amped up about the text that you're going to be diving into together. Awesome. Thanks, Jess, for explaining that. Yeah. The next part of this aspect of the EB lesson planning approach are the through lessons, okay? The through lessons are the meat of your units. And this is where you get to provide your students with multiple opportunities to practice the standards that you're covering. And remember in the last episode, episode three of the private podcast series, we talked about making sure you're using the standards as your guide in your planning. And this is really where those come into play. So for example, if you're doing a literature unit, Some of your lessons literally might be reading the text, right? We're going to do that in class, some of us. 
while other through lessons may be analyzing the characters through a what's going on in the mind of activity or finding evidence to be used in a future response to literature. And that might be done on an evidence tracker, or you might have a one pager formative assessment halfway through the unit. But these lessons in the through lessons are where your students are doing the hard work. They're doing the heavy lifting of really working with those tricky ELA standards. And again, we're just giving you the overview. Yes. So the beyond lesson is like the end of your unit. It's where you get to provide students with an opportunity to really apply what they've learned throughout the unit the last few weeks or even the last few days, depending on how long your unit is. So this is something that allows your students to demonstrate their knowledge of all those standards that you covered in your through lessons. This might be an actual test. That's a perfectly acceptable way to wrap up a unit. Or it can be a response to literature, right? That really gets students applying what they learned. Or we can elevate this. It might be a fun project, like a music video project or a graphic essay that students are working on. And what's beautiful about this framework, this into, through, and beyond framework is that it makes incorporating engagement and rigor into your lessons really easily once you get the hang of it. Because once you have a few into lessons that you use, like that five word wonder, or you have a few through lessons and you have a few beyond lessons under your belt, you can simply rinse and repeat that. Meaning if you have a through lesson that your students love doing, they were engaged, they were excited, they produced great work, then you should absolutely do that exact same lesson again, just with a different text. So Caitlin mentioned earlier, maybe you caught it. She mentioned a through lesson and it's what's going on in the mind of And this is a really great activity. It's very simple, but it has students working with characterization, symbols, themes, so much more. And it's an activity that our EB teachers, we love it. They are always posting in our Facebook group. Oh, I used what's going on in the mind of with this unit. Oh, and I used it again two months later with this unit. And it's just so cool that they're applying it with everything from fiction to nonfiction. So they're rinsing and repeating. Their students are getting better and better at finding the evidence, analyzing characters, doing the symbolism work, all those things, because you're doing it more than once and yet they're engaged. Now, of course, if you did that, you know, every single unit, it won't work out that way, but two or three times a year, what a win for your students and for you. So once you have a set of into lessons, a set of through lessons, a set of beyond lessons that you know are going to work for your students to Jessica's point, just stop reinventing the wheel right? Stick to those tried and true lessons that you know are going to engage your students and help them master the standards. Now, like I said, we know this episode had a lot of information in it. Um, And like we mentioned, we have a whole book about this, right? It's an integral part of what we do with our teachers inside of our teachers club. But the main takeaway we want you to walk away with from today's episode is that in order to thrive as a teacher and love your job, where you're seeing students finally engaged in their learning, you're actually seeing their learning outcomes grow over time, you absolutely have to be using frameworks to make your life easier. Like it's everything that we just talked about on all of the episodes come down to having frameworks in some capacity in your life. And the Into, Through, and Beyond framework is just another great place, another great place to start with your lesson planning. Um, And then know that you absolutely can be rinsing and repeating those great timeless lessons that you just know work for your students again and again. I also want to take a moment to thank you for joining us on this private podcast series. Um, We really hope that you walked away 
not just with like some actionable strategies to go take and put into your classroom, but that you walked away with like a different belief of self for what's possible in your life, that you're maybe able to offer to your brain something different than what you've always done, right? If we're always operating from a place of, I don't have enough time, or this is just the way teaching is, or whatever it is that we want to tell ourselves, that's not necessarily true, but we're making it true because that's what we're offering our brains, then you're going to be there forever. But this is the time, right? Like use this as like the moment, like the impetus for like the turning point, like that this this episode, this private podcast series, that's the moment you look back from your five years from now and you're like, that's the moment everything changed for me as a teacher, right? Because our whole goal is exactly what the title of this podcast series is, how to thrive. We want to teach you how to thrive as a middle school ELA teacher. And these are those foundational first steps that you can start to take as a teacher to live into the vision for your life that you set up and established in the first episode on the series. So thank you so much for being here. Thank you for trusting us as a part of your journey. So thank you guys so much. Jess, is there anything else you want to add? I think you nailed it. Thanks, everyone. Enjoy the rest of your week. Yes, enjoy the rest of your week. And if you're listening, let us know. Go to EV Academics on Instagram. We would love to hear from you. We absolutely love getting messages from you guys all the time. Thanks so much for joining us, everyone.